What is up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson. We are back with another episode of Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. And we have an amazing guest back with us today, the Bevanator. Bev Ruffner herself is back from Balance. Uh, is it Balance? The BC Balance Consultant? Something like that. Anyway, you are the lead conversion master. I don't know what else to say other than that. You are the master of helping people find uh, more sales through uh, leads they already have, money they've already spent, and uh, people that they already kind of have in their database. So we're gonna talk about that in a second. Uh, we also have, of course, the Evil Bald Ninja. We, we've got some really good nicknames on the show today. Um, we've, got the, <laughs> we've got the Bevanator, we've got the Evil Bald Ninja, and the Junior Grandmaster, and then I don't know what the hell I am, the Johnson Face, I the guess. Johnson face. The, nickname for me, the Johnson face. <laughs> the Johnson Face. So we're all here. We're going to have a good time, and we're going to uh, help you pull more sales out of, uh, out of people you already know. So that being said, the Junior Grandmaster, you are in the co-pilot seat where you so belong. What's up today? Thanks, Are you freezing face. your giblets off? Yes, yes, I am. My giblets have been frozen. My, mm -hmm. All my, all my, all my twiddle bear, it all is. my twig and berries. Yes. Yeah, it's like oh. 43 degrees today in San Diego. Wah. I'm so freezing, freezing. Wah. Seventy here in Atlanta. Just what? <laughs> Man, we got to move over to Atlanta. Damn. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, we got lucky for two days. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, no, seriously, I am a, I'm glad to be alive. I'm above ground. I've been sick as a dog all week. Got, got sick on last weekend and then just steadily cut, started going downhill and hit the shitter on Monday morning. Monday and Tuesday, I was in bed all day. I feel, every time I took a breath in, I felt like I was breathing glass shards. It was hmm. horrible. But Goodness. I think is I'm that... keeping all the tea companies in business by the amount of tea and honey I have been consuming. So I feel better. I'm not sure if it's the tea and the honey, but I feel better. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those there. days, that, the days that you decided to get that new headshot taken because it looks like shit. <laughs> oh, wait, hold up. Uh, oh, oh, so, so you're, you're going to talk shit, motherfucker. That yeah, was here. for you, man. There you go. That was for bye you, Bye-bye. Good riddance. Oh. And, and image is gone. Mike is gone. The Vulpinator has passed away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're back. You know I'm kidding. I, I replied to you late night. I was drinking wine. I said, man, that dude's handsome. It looks nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good-looking good photo. Mm -hmm. I, I have uh, right. a couple of other guys. Are sitting there, they're like, yeah, man, I'd tap that. I'd hit that. I'm like, <laughs> guys, I mean, you could just say that cool photo, but, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that, Is that, that what that... men do when they're bored? Really? Y'all yeah. send each other pictures of yourselves? Yeah. Well, yeah, this this stemmed from a Facebook post of Greg's new profile picture, and then it descended into madness and chaos from there. I don't know why, but Greg Greg invites that, uh, and uh, <laughs> he totally do. All right. So uh, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit as as we record this. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we're recording it in the first part of 2019. Uh, there's been some interesting shifts. We can talk about that for a second, but I, Beverly, I'm curious to get your perspective on it in a second. But for anybody that didn't catch one of your super fun-filled, awesome episodes um, from the last couple of appearances, uh, just give people the 60-second bio, who you are, what you are, what you do. Sure. So I was licensed real estate in 2005 built my real estate business off of inter internet leads. And then I started working and training for what, one of the largest technology companies here in the States, which took me to Atlanta. And when I left that company, I started my own business. And it really, it's all about service industry has to be built like a franchise and has to have systems and the systems start with the dashboard and the database. So having a good database is great. 
But do you want a glorified phone book of names and phone numbers and email addresses of people that were interested? Or do you want a database that is organized? Do you know every person you've ever spoke to exactly what their situation is and why they would buy in the future or why they're buying now? And so it's all about the organizational piece of the dashboard and building the systems to, to hire to, train to, and fire to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Love it. All right. So, uh, so Greg, let's, let's talk about the little bit of a shift that we're all seeing um, before we get to the East Coast with our East Coasters. Uh, tell me a little bit about what's going on on the West Coast that you're seeing. We'll just, let's, keep, let's keep this part brief, but what are you looking at? I was going to go deep and give people education. Apparently, I know. you don't want that to be part of no, the curriculum. I don't, so I don't want okay. a 20-minute conversation. I it's want, okay. I want, give, me, give me two minutes on what you're seeing in, uh, in, in California. We're seeing that what we're seeing right now is we're actually seeing a resurgence. Uh, the market okay. is coming back a little bit for us over here. Uh, we're not okay. seeing the quantity of homes on the market that we would like to see, but we are seeing the sellers become wiser about their pricing. Uh, sellers are getting we're getting price reductions. Uh, buyers are coming as soon as they see the buyer the price comes down, they're willing to jump a lot faster. Uh, okay. We are seeing some fucking stupid real estate agents uh, price things and then act really dumb. Like I had I put an offer in on a house. They had it at seven forty nine. It was it was nice. It wasn't so, so good. We offered seven twenty five. Follow this. Follow this logic for me, people. Seven forty nine offer. 725 offer we we offered we put $375,000 down they countered us at 765 <laughs> <laughs> so we are seeing stupid people uh, okay. still but it's uh it's it, it's vetting itself out okay. so that's what we're seeing that's the cliff notes of what's happening in my market cuz Matt redacted the rest of my brain I did I did I totally redacted you in advance <laughs> If only I could do that in real life, that would be my, make my life so much easier. Uh, Beverly, let's talk about what you're seeing. So when you're making the phone calls and you're talking to clients, what are you seeing on the East Coast? In, increased inventory and prices dropping. I mean, really, yeah. and, and agents freaking out. I mean, agents okay. are scared right now. Are they really? Okay. Sure. Well, let's talk about how to uh, un, unscarify them. So yes, if you're seeing, so for you guys, you're seeing, like <laughs> you're seeing more inventory. Greg, Greg has the problem of scared, dumb agents lowering prices, but no, no increase in inventory to kind of <laughs> offset that, well, so to speak, to offset the pain. Is because there's not as many buyers right now. Oh, really? Everyone's kind of like, whoa, yeah. So because oh, they, they were on the sidelines with the higher a market, bit. they were priced with the higher market, and now prices are having to reduce. So that's why we're seeing an increase. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Okay. So when you look at, so we, we talked a little bit about what your ideal is for a, for a, not only for a database, but a dashboard that helps you manage it in such a way that it's actually an asset to your company. You mentioned like you don't want a phone book of just only names asset and numbers. In a service yeah. industry, what, what else do we have yes. at the end of the day? Yeah, 100% true. Yeah, I was talking to a, a, somebody who was interested in taking over ownership of a team, and they, they were picking my brain a little bit about it. And so we just talked through kind of what, what are the assets of a real estate company? And if, yep. if you don't have systems and you don't have a strong relationship with your database, you really don't have anything. You may have a brand, exactly. you may have other things, but if you don't have those two foundational things, you don't have a real asset. And you definitely don't have anything that's sellable or pass, you know, that and can be passed on to somebody else. On a brand when usually you are the brand. Right, exactly. So when you have the dashboard of people that may not necessarily 100% know the brand, that you've had conversations with these people and they were looking for friends or they were the divorcing or they were relocating or they were retiring. When you find out all the information of why they were looking initially, you can go back and communicate with the people because it's organized. 
But yeah. when you get thousands of people, I, I've seen dashboards with 78,000 leads in them. I'm like, who do you spoke Ooh. to? And, mm -hmm. it, and you know, you're like, all right, well, this person you spoke to, but you have like just looking in the notes and there's no follow-up. There's no, why are they, why were they just looking? And what was their time frame? What has to happen for them to make a move? Mm -hmm. And I always say the person that has the conversation is the one that is positioning themselves to get lucky later on because <laughs> Nobody in your dashboard is going to do business with you out of loyalty. They just don't care. Yeah, They're true. not going to be loyal. Mm -hmm. You have to be convenient and you have to position yourself to be convenient at the right time. Yeah, and that is that. the value in a service. Yeah, industry. it's tough to build in real estate. It's tough to build a competitive advantage that withstands somebody else being more convenient because that's just that's the climate that, that we operate in. Have, have a fucking conversation with your leads to find out why they're looking. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what, what I meant by that is it's hard to build a competitive advantage that's so strong, like a guarantee or a marketing advantage yes. that withstands yeah. somebody else being convenient because that's what the exactly. general public thinks our best value is. And, and, and the problem that I see, because we work with so many teams and agents across the country, including Canada, is they have a great conversation with somebody. They get their cat's name, their granddaughter's name. They, they know when the birthday is. But then they, they park them and they overtask themselves and they lose sight of Mary. They had this great conversation with two months ago. Yeah, and that is where everyone's leaving everything on the table. And if you don't have systems in place to catch it, you're losing so much money. Well, and, and to your point, when, when you're talking to a company that, all right, I want to buy your real estate team or your real estate business or your real estate brand. If you're treating your company like a franchise, I mean, freaking McDonald's, right? Did you, did you see the movie? That, that they oh, yeah. that they did. A, oh, the founder. They were drying the kitchen. They were drying the kitchen with chalk on on the sidewalk. You remember that? No. Why? Yes, they, they were. They, they drew out the the layout of the kitchen on like a, a a parking lot, and the whole reason he drew out the kitchen is for efficiency. They're like, okay, if I have these people here and I have these people here and I have these people here, we can all move around each other because this is how the system works. Mm -hmm. So they could turn out more hamburgers faster just because of the efficiency. And it, that's how you have to build your dashboard. I if couldn't you agree with you more. I was, uh, I was actually calling through my, calling through my database and I haven't, I mean, I'm, I don't try to pretend I'm really good at doing my database. I, I suck. And I, I, it has been evident in Beverly's grinning at me from ear to ear. If you guys are listening to this on the <laughs> podcast, um, but, uh, you know, it, I, I want, I, I'm, I was, my whole thing is to do 10 database calls a day. That's it. And then send out three send out cards. Sounds simple enough. It can get really difficult to do those uh, 10 calls, especially when I did a calls two weeks ago, eight out of my 10 calls had sold in the last two years. Each of them was about a million two to a million six. Wow. Ooh, yeah. That was a really shitty gotta, day. That's got a sting. Right. I right. Where it counts. I just yeah. stopped. I'm like, that's it. I can't take any more punches to the ball, you know, in one day I'm just going to go, you know, cool down and just go go pet a cat or something like that because you know that's a lot nicer yeah. than that yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend that but uh <laughs> what's interesting about you bev is that yeah, you've been know. through this like unlike a lot of people uh, and, and some of them are great friends of mine it'll be very interesting to see how they weather whatever this next downturn looks like because a lot of the people that have built businesses off of internet leads weren't around before the crash Right. And you were, you're one of the few that I know of, like you've been through this, you built your team off of internet leads, but then you went through 08, you went through 09, you went through the, like the most difficult time to be a team based on internet leads and came out of that and, and survived and thrive. And I think we're going to, we're about to see kind of a, a general shaking out process and you know, who's going to win. 
So like Absolutely. the people, the team, so I'd love for you to go into that a little bit. So that the agents and the teams that let's say your, your, your business is based on internet leads. You've been spending and you stop the spending and still pull out more sales from the money that you've already spent rather than continuing to more to pour money down the hole. Cause it seems to me that's what's going to separate everybody. Absolutely. Okay. Well, absolutely. Because what, what happens in, in most teams are, well, I, I, you didn't answer the phone today. So I got 10 more leads coming in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I'm going to put one call in, two calls in to the leads that are coming in and you forget about what happened yesterday because you're focusing on today. And then every day ends up being a new day. And then these leads start getting backed up that you've never had conversations with. Every lead that is in an agent's dashboard is, I promise you, in at least three other dashboards that, that, that your competitors are in. Mm-hmm. You only have to be a little bit different. Make four phone calls instead of one. Make five phone calls instead of two. Because the person that has the conversation or has an intellectual text message conversation that gets the information out of them of, okay, everyone's just looking, but why are you looking? What does that, what are your future plans that when do we need to follow up with you? Mm-hmm. Tell us how we can help you. And that is what positions you. Okay. So a question for you on that front um, to stand out, be that little bit different. I mean, is it doing the two extra calls or is it maybe stopping by and saying hi in person to their property? Is it sending them a Facebook friend request? And is it, you know, is it doing something along those lines as well? It really all depends upon how the lead is generated. And my motto is always do what other people aren't willing to do. Right. Right. 100%. And, and that, that, that's all it is. And, Every single dashboard that I am in, I don't care who you are, the average phone calls to a lead is two. Is two. That's amazing. And then people stop, you know, stop the communication right. at that point. Well, I, I got text and email going. I got text and email going. Well, hello. If you have an office number or a landline, they ain't going to get the text. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you're depending on email, everything is going to end up going to spam if people aren't opening it. The emails have links. So if you're depending on technology to gain your ROI out of the leads that you've generated, you're going to fail every time. Well, here's something I want want to clarify really quickly. We keep saying the word lead, but what what you're actually getting from online is a response to an ad. These are not leads. These are respondents. Very good point. Very good. A lead is when you've built a relationship and there's a level of trust between the two parties and they're willing to move forward together. Now it's a lead and then it will turn into a hot client once they're ready to ready to rock and roll. People have got to understand that difference. Like, I mean, Bev, you have an uncanny way of making people like you because you're just a very likable human being. You, You come across incredibly well. Some people don't have that, Matt. And so it's it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did. It's funny because that actually genuinely took me off guard. I did not see that particular one coming. Seriously, but oh. I have I have marveled at that. That yes, I I've had those conversations where somebody asked like, "Hey, I was did, did, like, does Matt like me? Like, does he like me? Did we did he enjoy hanging out? Like, yes, I like you. I'm fine. Everything is fine." You know what? I think I've gotten used to you for the last four years doing this podcast. So, <laughs> like, your personality and my girlfriend's personality are very similar. 
pretty much like pissed off at all other human beings. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So Jax is cool. She just doesn't want to talk. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I have have a great book recommendation uh, that I just finished up this morning called Leadership and Self-Deceit. And it helps you to not see people as objects, but as people. I'm so glad right? you're going it's to all, I can already feel it helping. So you may see a kindler, gentler, less black heart, uh, black hearted mm-hmm. Matt in the, in the coming months. So we'll see. No, no, no. no. Wait, that's wait, that's voiding the contract. Lead in mm-hmm. what Greg is saying. So many people that, that are calling the leads that have come in are so focused on, I got to sell you a house. I got to get you, I got to get an appointment. They forget to ask the questions. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone's just looking. But the reality is, Okay, so what has to happen for you to make that move in the future? Why would you, if you were to make a move, what would be the reason? And once we find that out, you, it, it's, it's getting them to talk about themselves. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. Yeah, I was just so, going to say, like, there's, it's interesting because there's so much of it up. that is, yeah, it's, I, I just want to, like, stop, stop talking and let me talk. Um, but it, it is interesting, though, because I was thinking about how, when, what, what we're looking for and the reason that we get so hung up on these definitions of things like leads, right? So when, when Gene, when you get somebody that, that watches a video online and they, re, they respond or they reach out to you in some way, we think of that as a lead. And, uh, you know, Beverly, if you're doing your job and you're helping them kind of comb through the leads they've bought, those are leads. And the reason that we want to hop on there and just have a conversation that leads to a sale is because we're thinking of ourselves first. Right. We're yeah. not. And, and what you're really getting at the root at, if you if you really deal with kind of the root of the problem, is that we have to make the other person the star of the conversation. And we're just flat out yes, not used to doing we that. have to. So I, I, I don't <laughs> share this all the time, but what led me to working with so many other agents in their dashboards is my leads weren't enough. I would seriously every day I would wake up and go, what came on the market today in, in my little sandbox? Right. I'm like, oh okay. my God, they listed with that agent? Are you yeah. kidding me? Right. And I, but it, that's my fault because they didn't know me, right? Okay. Right. And the average person that's sitting in a dashboard does not know how great of an experience you as the agent could be giving that buyer or that seller because you care about their investment and you care about protecting them. So it's not, I'm not calling you to sell you a house. I'm not calling, I'm calling you to save you from selling it with somebody else because I don't want you going with anybody else in my market. And what I I find is a lot of the agents that are making these phone calls, the confidence that they have within themselves, they have to look at their competition and be better. And if they're looking at their competition and they're scared, then yes, I I don't want to make my phone call because I don't know how to save my leads. I don't know how to save these people and give them that experience because I just want to make a fucking sale. Right. Yeah, that's that's really good. The funny thing about that is that Mm. uh, it it is a very self-centered mindset. And that's one of the reasons why I think my father has done so well in this business because when he would do his calls, his doors, his whatever else, he was consistently thinking about the other people like, is this the best deal? Can't I know I can serve them. I know they're going to like me. I know I can deliver on everything. But what's the best thing for them? And like you said, asking exactly. questions. What does it mean? Like, what If you buy this house, if you sell this house, where are you going? Do you have something planned? Is this the best move? Are your kids out of school? Is the house too big? Is it too small? Why, why are you buying that bigger house? Do you need the bigger house? And most people will just say, well, who cares? A deal's a deal. Well, that's that's true. But the other the other saying that the T Diddy, you know, me papa would say, he said, hey, I would much rather have you see see you in Safeway, our supermarket here, 
uh, and have you come up and give me a hug than have you throw a tomato at me. And something he said that to me, I said, I wonder if he ever had a tomato thrown at him. (laughs) (laughs) Just ducking when he walks through the produce department. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's true, though. Agents don't have that mindset for the most part. Uh, It's just me, 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 no, 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 my, my, my. And if if like if you listen to Bev, you listen to what watch what my father's done for 47 years. You know the reason why they're so successful is because they really have that mindset of hey they're client, real. what's going on? My dad advised a client. It's probably 20 plus years ago at this point, easily 20, 25, maybe even 30 years ago. They they wanted to sell the sell the house, and he sat down with them. He did his funny little Terry dance. He had his, you know, Costco cut khakis on with his Costco, you know, polo, you know, shirt on, which he loves his Costco clothes, by the way. That's it, like his go-to shopping. <laughs> Funniest damn awesome. thing. Man can buy anything he wants. He goes to fucking Costco. But he's in that is dying. Uh, but he sits there and he asks his family, like, why are you selling? And they told him a reason. He's like, this isn't the right time for you. You should probably keep this house. They held it for another 15 years. They sold it. They made eight. They they netted after everything $800,000 from the sale of that home. Moved to Texas, bought two houses, cash. No, this is all because of your dad. Told us not to sell. And you know what, Greg? That's such a great point because when when I was doing radio, I would I, I would go on my listing appointments right when the properties were expiring or they they weren't even on the market yet. I walked away from 60% of the appointments I went on, I wouldn't list their home. And, you know, my, and I got more referrals and more repeat business from people I walked away from because they could not believe, I would walk out of the house and they're like, I cannot believe you're not going to put a sign in my yard. (laughs) And I said, I like you, but I don't want to be with you. I said, you want this number? The market cannot bear this number. Mm -hmm. I can give you a list of agents that will put a sign in your yard and, and create your history on the number that you want. That in my opinion, just wait six months and see what's going on with the market instead of being on the market for six months and reducing your price. Yeah. And they would be jaw dropped. And you know, it's the ones that listen to me, Greg, exactly to your point, they were sitting in a better position later. And, and that's where we have to be real with people. And that's the difference when, because everybody says, like, I'll jump in a dashboard and call leads and I'll just be popping off conversations like this. And like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? There's an energy that, that you have whenever you sit down to do something. And how many people have said to me, I don't even know why I answered the phone today. I don't yeah. even, I'm like, because you were meant, because you were meant to talk to me. Because I come in with a completely different mindset and I, I'm not attached to the outcome. I'm, I'm attached to the process of I'm enjoying having conversations with people. And that's that's yeah. one of the most important things. Like, uh, was it two years ago? Uh, I had a client of mine. I call this. I call it this to her face. I call her hashtag worst client ever because she was an <laughs> absolute fucking nightmare. Uh, and she wanted to buy this this condo. And she fought with me. She fought with her mom. We both told her it's a bad deal. I'm like, I'm not representing you on this deal. You're an idiot if you if you try to buy this house. And she's like, Well, I don't think we should work together. I'm like, Fine, fuck off. Goodbye. Delete out of friendship box. She has now turned into my biggest referral source, a close friend, and we are now buying another property together. And because, because you were honest with her, yeah, I shot her down when she thought she was the queen bee, <laughs> and she did not like that too much because she's not used to being told no. Trust me. Um, and she now looks back and goes, "Oh my God, I had guidance. I didn't have a slave just to do my bidding." And I and I stood my ground because 
I knew at the end of the day it was going to be the worst decision for her. And like you're saying, Bev, you know, it's just it's very important for you to have that mindset. And, you know, Gene is being like like straight up stalker quiet and it's unnerving me. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> hang, hang on, let's take a step back real quick. We got to mention Wise Hire and then I want to bring in for bring Gene in for a tech tip. But before we do, guys, uh, just check out Wise Hire. They're they're super awesome. They're very supportive of the show and of our mission to help agents and uh uh, guys, if you have to hire anybody, I don't care if it's admin, if it's a you know buyer's agent, listing agent, whatever the case is, use Wise Hire. We can't recommend them strongly enough. Go check them out. Um, Greg's using them for you know the sales agent for his radio show, mm-hmm. and they they basically screen everybody through the disc process. It's phenomenal. So you only have to talk to the cream of the crop that actually matches what you're looking for. So I just wanted to mention them real quick. I have well, my no. handy dandy. What you got? I got my Ooh, red, X. red X. I got my Red X coffee mug right here. Shout out to uh, to Justin. We actually got their um, one of their guys, uh, um, Curtis, who is on the live broadcast with us that we did from Red X's office. Mm-hmm. Curtis is actually booked to come on either in a week or two or something like that. So he's going to be joining oh. us for a Friday show. We're going to talk about the book so. Marketing Warfare. Ooh, that's oh, gonna be wait. that's gonna be a good one. You know, the funny yeah. thing is, is Red X gave us Matt and I some little goodie bags when we went out to visit him last year. Matt obviously doesn't wear baseball hats, so I inherited two extra baseball hats, which is awesome. And so, dude, I was over at Jax's house the other weekend, and I go to get a cup out of her, out of her, out of her um, cup area, right? Cupboard, yeah. Cupboard, yes. Cupboard. Thank you for that. I'm, I, I should know this. I'm in real estate. I was gonna say, I think that's actually the function of the word cupboard <laughs> is actually cup place cup to store board. coffee cups. Yeah. Anyway, I go in there and I, I'm, I grab a cup and I pull it out and it was a Red X cup. I'm like. How do you have a Red X cup? She's like, you gave it to me, stupid. I'm like, oh. Uh, oh, man, no, that's but, awesome. Dude, yeah, but Wise Hire is sick, dude. Like, I got an email from them today. Okay. This morning early, like, hey, how's it? How are the campaigns going? You've had, like, nearly 400 applicants, yada, yada. I'm like, we need to tweak it here, and we need to stop this campaign. They're like, no, and like, literally 30 seconds later. Okay, done. Like, <laughs> I love you, Corey. Thank you. That's yeah, why we're up. Right. Anyways, they yeah. are great. Oh. I'll put yeah. my two cents in. It's oh, awesome. We use to hire. I mean, I love Wise Hire, and we suggest it to all of our clients. It is That's awesome. Love it. You're like the second guest we've had on. That as soon as we like both Fridays, we've mentioned Wise Hire, and the guest has piped up and said, "Oh yeah, they're awesome. We use them all the time." Uh, it's very, very <laughs> cool. Uh, smart people run together. Smart people run yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. Gene. <laughs> so, Gene, what what have you? I've got I've got something interesting that I can share on the tech side. Um, and then what do you what have you got for us? Oh, I'm interested to hear that. I hope it doesn't have anything to do with your half-assed Super Bowl performance. <laughs> and that halftime show, listen with you and Lil Uzi Vert and all yeah. those people you had on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You step your game up. Keep your shirt I on. I know. Yeah, I like, your, I like your belly tattoo, man. It looks good on you. Hey, man, I moved to California. i got to represent the state that I uh, call home now. <laughs> have you seen, the, have you seen the, the two-sided meme with the – with Adam on one side with all his tats and the and the heavy the fat guy with the, with his beer and he has written on his stomach yeah. Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. That's no, really that funny. Awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, that's it's hilarious. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, give a, give yeah, us so, just the uh, tip. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna let that go? That yeah, really? Of course I did. On, I, I just had to let that sit there and just uh, let it, everyone's brain going. Did he just say that? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, no, today, today I was actually only something I was just doing this week. It's a real quick tip. I'm interested to hear what, what Matt, what you have. But I don't know if um, I've seen a lot of agents talking about how to, how to um, keep track of their miles. And one of the things that I've been using recently is uh, Mile IQ. Yep. Oh, yeah. Free service. 
You guys, all right, so you guys know it. It's a free service. Go to MileIQ.com, and uh, it allows you to print reports. So what I typically do is I have it set up to send me a report. You know, I go in every night just about and just plug in my numbers, my uh, my addresses and all that stuff. And real estate's great because you hop from house to house, right? So you have the addresses. You go calculate your drive time, and then at the end of the month, it spits out a report for me for total miles for the month, and I fire it to my bookkeeper and accountant, and he inputs it for the uh, next year's taxes. So MileIQ.com. I thought I just – you know, sometimes it's hard to come up with a tech tip we haven't talked about, and that was just something I was using this week, and I thought. I saw a couple people ask, how do you keep track of mileage? So there it is. Dude, Very I'm, cool. uh, I'm, I'm using another one, another app here. It tracks all my, uh, my expenses, my income. It tracks my miles and everything as well, and hmm. it, creates a, it creates everything for me. So it's absolutely freaking fantastic, and your accountant will love you. Well, what's that um, called? What's that? Is that QuickBooks? Is that into Yeah, it? the QuickBooks. Yeah, I was just going to say QuickBooks. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking insane, dude. I mean, it just nice. makes life so easy. And you, then you look, look at it, you're like, oh, my God, I have so many tax savings. This is absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I, what I really want to talk on really quickly is two things. One, I was watching a, a video earlier today, um, and they were talking about how we, we were, air quotes, supposed to have, like, by 2020s, like 90% of all the Internet's going to be video. And I want to see, Gene, one, do you think that holds any water? I think that's a little aggressive. And then, two, I want to push it over to Beverly and see how can you follow up with our leads if it does get to all video, what people can start doing to, to be to do that, air quote, standout from the rest of the agents when they do database follow-up. So, Gene, first to you, do you think it's going to get there in 2020? I mean, that's literally like a year away. I don't, I don't know what the numbers are. I mean, I think I – don't, I don't think so, and here's why I don't think so. I think people, we went through this life cycle again, but it went quicker this time, which was people get bored of the newest thing fast. And video real quick came up. Was And I listen, you know me, I'm a video guy. Like if I'm on the internet for something and I'm searching, whether it be to fix my toilet or go to a mm -hmm. restaurant, I want to see video, but I'm taking that time to do it, right? But if I'm just consuming information real quick, I need it to be fast, bullet pointed, hit me in the face and I'm out. So quick video is still going to be king, but I also believe we've kind of cut dovetailed back real quick to like something platforms like, like Instagram. And Instagram, the popularity of Instagram should tell you where the attention span is going, because right now it's probably the hottest up and coming platform, right? That and and I guess Twitch, but Twitch is a bad example. Well, yeah, for this, for this argument, gamers, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? That's changing, dude. So, and actually, Matt, somewhere down the road, I'd like to actually talk to you about putting this podcast on Twitch. I want to tell you something, a fact I learned well, um, we down the road. Okay. We can. Yeah, we can now. And it's interesting because they said for the first time there's an article that came out. And while we're, while somebody else is talking, I'll look it up. But there was an article <laughs> that came out because I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, and I don't want to lie. But yeah, over yeah. the last two weeks, people for the first time went to Twitch to watch a full featured length movie. Really? Hmm. Yeah, and it's a gaming platform. So that to me That's is so an interesting, weird. like so weird, but red flag, right? So okay, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Why are people going there? Why? Now I got to look, right. right? So we got to figure out what that is. Okay, um, so you look up that stat. I'll throw yeah. out what I have because it's, it's along the same vein because I connected with a guy today who we're going to do like a pilot project with with one of my clients to get his podcast up on Roku and Amazon Fire, Ooh. which means that you, you'll be able to go to Amazon Prime or something like that with your Fire Stick that plugs into your TV, just like I have, and find a podcast there, a video podcast, just as easily as you can find you know, the latest episode of your favorite show, The Bachelor, for example. So that, you know, like they have little tiles that show you the title of the show and you can click on it and it opens up and you can play and you can watch previous episodes and all that jazz. That's coming now for video podcasts. And so I think we're just like we're getting to a point now um, where it's going to be very easy that if you have a show 
as long as it's recorded on video, there's going to be a bunch of different options for like how you syndicate it. And it's just they're, they're just basically making it easy to sit down in front of a TV and get whatever content you want on every platform. Well, I mean, so, right now, Restream.io is something Gene and I have been messing around with. And he went live on multiple different platforms. He helped me create a platform for it. And they mm -hmm. have a Twitch account in there, and they have like stream.io or stream.something in there. And I watched that, and that's got, you know, stuff like what we're doing right now you can stream into. Mm -hmm. It's about just exposure on multiple different platforms, as much as many eyeballs I can see you. And I think, Bev, that could be another way that you could maybe send a link to one of these shows or videos to a potential mm -hmm. client via text or via email. Say, hey, look, check out this latest video I did about blah, so they can get to know you, right? Would that be a good way for them to stand out, stand out a little bit? Well, it's always giving value. If you're giving value, you'll attract, and that, that's what it's about. And the world of automation has taken over because agents are lazy. I don't want to make my phone calls. I just want to let the email and the text take care of it. But in reality, like we were talking before, just be a little bit different than your competition. Mm -hmm. And one of my girlfriends that I had trained her in, in a platform, and she was part of a team, and she broke off on her own and bought her own platform, and she was instantly successful because at, when a lead comes in, she attempts that first phone call, and she follows up with a video text. Hey, mm. this is – so she gives her name to like, hey, this is, I just want you to know that I am a real person calling you. <laughs> and if you have any questions about the market, I'm here. And it, it, it helps that she's freaking adorable too, but <laughs> you just have to be a little bit different and, and – Sometimes remove the automation away from it because people are so mm. used to, I mean, look at your emails, look at your text messages. So much is automated from people yeah. that you don't know. Yeah. Make Have you ever it personal. Bonjoro, uh, B-O-N-J-O-R-O. Uh, it's an Australian based little, little company. It's this little, it's this mm. little bear thing here. Um, here's a little thing we can pop on. And it's a free little thing, I think. And you can go in and uh, do quick little one-off videos on this on your phone and send it to people. Very, very simple delivery system where you can pay and have it all branded for you and stuff like that. But if there's all these different apps out there, and I think just thinking about it. Can you batch of, it out to more than one at a time? I don't know. It's a really good question. Let me <laughs> dig as we as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's turn it back over to Gene. Did you find that stat yet? No, I'm still okay. digging. I'm still That's digging. Right. Well, maybe we'll we'll do it for next Friday or something. So bring bring that back to the show. Um, but while we uh, while we do that, let's uh, let's finish up a little bit and let people know kind of how to connect and all that fun stuff. So, Bev, if they want to work with you, if they want you calling and and lending your dulcet tones to their own database to close <laughs> those leads they don't know they have, uh, how do people reach you? Fixyourcrm.com. <laughs> Fixyourcrm.com. Are you serious? Yes, I am that serious. Is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome you have that. That is fantastic. I love it. All right, fixyourcrm.com. Easy and memorable. That's fantastic. All right, uh, Gene, same question for you. Uh, GeneVolpe.com. Perfect. All right. No he's no jingle for us today, but I get it. That's fine. We don't deserve he doesn't, it. We he doesn't don't. want to do jingles anymore. He, he's no. anti-jingle in 2019. No, I don't it's get your it. Listen, you're full of shit. You're supposed to have written one for me. <laughs> And this was eight months ago. I should have one, and you right. still are slacking. When are you going to write who it? Was, who was supposed to write a jingle? He, he's blaming me for yeah, something. Oh, you. Yeah. Greg, really? Oh, Greg, oh. The, the person who doesn't play five instruments was supposed to write a jingle? Exactly. <laughs> Johnson needs a jingle. Well, thank you for volunteering, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have time for that. All right, just, Greg, just what's make, the best just, way to get in touch with you? Just make one for him in the flute. 
Just just a flute. Well, that will be his jingle. <laughs> That's right. It's a Jethro Tull flute solo theme. <laughs> nice. The Pied Piper. Exactly. <laughs> uh, guys, go to, as you can see, go to bookmcdaniel.com. Let's talk about EXP. Let's talk about how to join our, our RevShare team, our, our family over there. We don't take any money from you. We don't charge anything. We don't take a split. We only give you connections to people like the Bevanator, uh, who just crushes on databases. And people like the Evil Ball Ninja uh, in our in our world. So if you guys are thinking about EXP, you heard us talk about it a lot here. Contact me today or tomorrow or the next day. It's okay. It doesn't have to be today, but sooner than later is, is better. And let's talk about EXP, what we're going to do to bring value to you. So go to bookmcdaniel.com and get your appointment set today. Matt, how can people uh, rate, review us, and give us a general huge thumbs up? Okay. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Just go there, rate and review the show. Give us a five-star, especially on iTunes. It's super helpful. And make sure to give the guests a shout-out. So if you like Beverly, if you like Gene, give them a shout-out. Thank them for their time, their contribution for coming on and basically just giving away all their best stuff for free. Uh, always, always, always thank them. Give them a huge thumbs up for that because we could not do the show without awesome people like them actually coming on. It would be just be basically Greg and I teasing each other about Ugh. fat kids that don't actually exist, and nobody's going <laughs> to listen to that. So make sure to give the guest a shout-out, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you want to get more, talking about live videos, so go to rockstarlivevideo.com. You can get our free training. Somebody asked me about this the other day, and we're horrible at promoting it because we're bad marketers sometimes. Uh, it's all free. It's a free four-video series training that, sh that shows you exactly how to use Facebook like we're on right now to promote your real estate business and keep in better touch with your database. So, for example, if you've been doing videos on the regular, when you pick up the phone and call them, they might actually know who you are and go, oh, yeah, awesome. I seen your video about that thing last week. Awesome. You're a real person. You're a real person. How about that? That's what so live video weird. can do for you. Yes. I know. It's super weird, but make sure to go do that. So, any any parting words that anybody would like to leave? I want to throw it back and make sure that we give uh, Beverly and Gene a chance to close out, and I'll stop talking. Thank God. Well, I, I think my my closing on this on, on the topic that we were talking about is it's not about how much you can spend to generate more. It's about working what you've already generated. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And that and that's the that's the key to who's gonna come out winners, uh, whether it's just softening or whether there's a major correction, whatever the case is, the people who can make yeah. the most without spending more money win. Well, and, and when Greg was saying earlier about I've already purchased, I've already purchased, yeah, things, but you know you have good leads, so now go make lemonade with your lemons and keep calling because you're going to find those people that had their search on hold for the last couple of years and pick them up. It, it's just, it, it's the laws and the numbers to find the person that you need to be convenient for. And the more you're doing it, the more you're going to end up getting lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greg likes to get lucky. I know. I know. We were talking earlier about like positioning yourself to get lucky. Like I like this conversation. <laughs> Good. This is good marketing marketing talk. Position yourself to get lucky. That's a good book title, actually. I might steal that. Oh, man. All right. Oh, my God. The inner 10-year-old is dying right now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, All right, Greg. Should we, uh, right. should we pick a color for the bow to tie we, around this particular episode? We need a color, Matt. I need a color uh, that you're going to pull out of your butt that no one's ever heard of. Go. Uh, cerulean. What the hell is that? I have no. It's. I, I think it's a type of green. Hurt? I I heard it once. I heard it once on TV show. It's. I think it's a thing. And you <laughs> okay. remembered it. And I remember it. How a can cerulean. you not remember cerulean? It's so odd. It's such an odd word. Anyway, I'll show you. Ask me next week. I'll show you how not to remember it. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to drop off the podcast. Click him <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We love you. Thank you for your support. This show does not exist without you guys. So thank you for telling all your friends and families and coworkers about what we're doing. You know, Beverly, thanks for coming in and just being a legend of knowledge. You're amazing. Bald Ninja, you're always an awesome person to have around us. And now that Matt's you know, a little chunk of coal of a heart is starting to melt away because he's reading and going to therapy to become a better human. I'm glad you're here, here, here buddy. Anyways, until, until I die. He couldn't even say it. He's choking to death. I am. I know, exactly. He's choking on the words. He just can't. Yeah, he just can't express them. It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't. It sounds right. no. so unnatural. Exactly. Um, anyways, guys, we love you to pieces. Have a beautiful, blessed, incredible rest of your day. We'll see you next Friday. Until then, peace out, ninjas. We're gone. <laughs>